0: Welcome to the Collaboration Over Competition podcast. Collaboration takes competing to the next level, unifying a team and coming out with the best medal. It's coming our assignment for alignment, just check schedules, a group meditation, to dead, the devils. In the future, I see us floating together, comprised with different combinations, like using multiple minds on one conversation. Imagine having the space for many stars in one constellation. What would the value be if we all felt rich in one compensation? It's the power in numbers and we can't let nothing stop the mission. I'm optimistic. It's collaboration over competition. Rising way above the opposition. Who rocking All right, everyone. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of Collaboration Over Competition, a podcast trying to show how far we can take things when we come together to collaborate rather than compete. Now, this podcast is sponsored by Levels Foundation Barbershop. And Greatness Vodka. These are two local Black owned businesses here in Wichita. And I need all my listeners to like and support. We'll definitely have all their information in, in the description below. And it is Black History Month, so you know let's make sure we get out and support our own. And before we get started, man, I definitely would just like to make a toast to greatness. You know, sponsored by Greatness Vodka, and there are two amazing flavors of original and peach cherry vodka. So toast to greatness, my brother. all righty, Now it is with honor that we welcome our next guest, a serial entrepreneur, professional trainer, college recruiter, scout, and a director of player development at Newman University, Wichita's own Adrian Maloney Jr. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm blessed and can't complain. It's an honor to have you on the show. Uh, you know, this is our first time meeting, mm-hmm. and, you know, we met through mutual friends. You know, uh, we got the same barber, mm-hmm. so our sponsors with uh, Level Foundation, you know, uh, I, I just want to say, man. Uh, us coming here together is true power. The showing the true power of collaboration, That's you know. Good. So, you know, collaborating with, uh, you know, like-minded businesses and you know just networking, man. So I definitely appreciate you coming coming on the show today. You know, I'm hoping to get back some game to the audience. Uh, you know, helps help some people out there. You know, to get them some gems that they can use in their everyday life. No, let's do it. All right, my man. So, so to get started, man, we always start the podcast off with these two questions. What is your opinion on the idea of collaboration of a competition? Uh, my opinion, idea of it,
1: man. Uh... That's the only way you're going to win, in my opinion. Amen. Um, Amen. And collabing, man, just, you, what's the saying? Like, the more, the merrier. Yes, sir. So, the more you, it's you know, for that's us together. To it's enough for everybody to eat, man. Yep. And and what I'm starting to notice is you look a lot more legit. So, like, with COVID and everything that's happened, yep. a lot of small businesses and stuff like that have started to create, you know what I'm saying, create for themselves. But yep. everybody is doing it. Everybody's yep. doing the same thing you're doing. So, right. whether it's basketball training, podcasting barbers, just, doing yeah. hair, nails, whatever, like, it's a thousand of everybody yeah. just in the Wichita alone. Yeah. So you gotta collab and just, you know, be able to provide the clients and
0: customers with more. Hey, man, yeah, I feel like we're definitely in the era of collaboration over competition. And that's where this idea started for me, man. Uh, you know, being a small business owner, trying to compete with bigger companies and, uh, you know, bigger uh, marketing budgets, I had to collaborate, you know, mm-hmm. instead of trying to compete with them. So that's definitely the idea, you know, I have took the past couple of years and just kind of Let us here today. So, collaboration of competition. So, the second end of that question, uh, do you have any advice on how we can encourage others to to come together to collaborate? You know, I feel like uh, sports is always a good start doing that, but do you have any advice on how we can encourage others to come together to collaborate more? A lot of people, when they talk about partnerships or or collaborating, man, a lot
1: of times, people think about the dollar signs that's in it, initially, right up front, and it's like, no, you're not Nike, you're not Adidas, you're not going to be able to I'll give you $500,000, you give me, you know what I'm saying, 600000 whatever. In exchange, it's more so just coming to an agreement and, and working on promotion for yes. one of another's company, um, working on little deals, stuff like that. Um, so little
0: things add
1: up. No, little things add up, and, and it's nice because um, you can kind of work in your craft. Yes. Work on writing contracts, work on finding the right attorneys to write your contracts yes. um, and stuff like that, and just kind of perfect your craft so when you do become that big company that's worldwide all your ducks are in a row. Amen. So,
0: I mean, just, definitely just use the promotion aspect uh, to start before you take off. No, I, I, def, I definitely love that answer. Uh, y- y- y'all listen and take that in. So for my next question, man, so doing my research, man, I watched a seven minute, seven minute documentary about you on your YouTube channel, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like that documentary kind of told me everything I need to know about you as a man. But I'm curious, man, you know, you being a hometown kid, what inspired you to come back to Wichita Kansas, you know, to start a business, uh, you know, being that your talents literally took you all across the world. What brings you back to Wichita, Kansas? Uh this home for me. This home for me is, is what I
1: know. Um, I just, I just remember being that kid that didn't have much uh, guidance and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to leave. You know, the next kid behind. Amen. And and stuff like that. So if I can come back and help however much I can, man. Yeah. I definitely want to, whether I end up leaving for good or not. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to be an open book and just a, another resource that's easy access for uh, you know kids and other adults. Yeah. And, you know
0: that want to further their career, kind reach out and let's grow. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like the cycle of life, man. You know, you gotta come back and get back, man. You know, uh, you never, you never know who you're affecting out there, man. What you're doing. So awesome. you keep, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, when starting your your business, Max Lab Training. Did I say that right? Back life yeah. I want to know what was the process of starting your own business, and how long did it take to go from dream to reality?
1: Um,
0: it started back when I was overseas, actually. Right.
1: Um, I was playing uh, a little bit of pro there, and we had to, in the midst of that, we had to go put on like big camps. Yeah. Um, on days that we didn't have games, and I mean it's a couple hundred kids in there, uh, land by the whole town. I like. 20 dollars like a kid like yeah was more so stuff trying to get you in there so uh, there's tons of kids and we had to have our own station and so that's where like the big group training stuff for me started yeah um playing in college I was periodically like every other college athlete just train a kid every now and again on mm-hmm. weekends or something yeah. and uh, I enjoyed it uh, every week I was looking forward to training that one kid yeah. um for years and um seeing his development and growth just physically and then just on the court yeah. uh I was super invested in the kids just going to games all the time just to see the situation that was going to be put in so I could help with that, you know, talking to the coaches, uh, making sure we are all on the same page. So, um, and then, you know, just a teammate of his would want in on that. Uh, His opponent would want in on that. And so it just kind of took off from there. And after, I I won't lie, I did my research and got around some big-time trainers, and when I realized how much money they were making, (laughs) I said, I said, it's time to go. Especially these days. It's go time. and, And so, Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Uh, you know, I feel like you know, to, to be a trainer, like the things you spoke on, you know, you, you're working, you know, your job is to help someone be better at what they're doing, man. I feel like mm-hmm. you have to have a certain heart doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that definitely says a lot about the type of man you are. You know, want to see the good, want to see uh, others succeed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I definitely uh, love that about you. Uh, so for my next question, three things I want to touch on, I want you to give us some insight on. So number one, your role uh, at Newman being in charge of player development, I'm wondering mm-hmm. what, what that's like. Number two, uh, being a trainer for uh, the professional Wichita team of the Wichita Wizards that okay. you just recently announced, and then three, being a, a scout for Prep Hoops. Uh, you know, I feel like you know you're obviously doing your part to get back to the next generations to come. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wanting a little more insight on, on those three roles. Uh, so Newman, uh, is the player development role, we just me and the head coach
1: R.J. Allen uh, just had to sit down okay. and we just talked. Um, I want to continue to further my career and better myself. Um, so. Um, I don't. I didn't have the experience of training an institution, yeah. and I wanted to kind of get that under my belt, and so I just kind of hopped on uh, to volunteer some time to help out there and uh, just kind of learn from what I can from the other coaches
0: okay. um, at the college level. Um, what does player development look like? You know, uh, you know, in, in, in that setting. So in that setting, um, deeper than training, right? I'm assuming
1: it's deeper than training. Okay. Um, it's a little more. It's a lot of logistics to it. So. Okay. Depending on your institution or school, I know for me, my mindset is I wanted to make sure I impacted the game right away. Right. And so if, depending on the coach and depending on the, the team's play style, um, it depends on what you need to work on. De- determine what you need to work on. Okay. And so if you know some teams are really big on finishing off two feet, mm. and well, if, your t- if that particular school is struggling to finish off two feet at the rim, or they're scared of contact, or they're struggling finishing over length, yep guys 6'10", 6'11", seven foot, then it's your job in there as a player development coach to go in there and work with them on that before practice, it, during your little segment, during practice, and even after, for the guys I want to get extra work in. Um, and there's times where a couple of them would hit me up on weekends, or if we didn't have anything, come to my gym or I'll come up there and we would, you know, keep getting out there, whether it's getting shots up, fixing shooting forms, and yeah. all that jazz. So, and just being in direct communication with coach about what the roles are for the players, so they can excel in their roles. If the coach didn't bring him in as a shooter, it's not your job to go make him a shooter.
0: Yeah. Because coach isn't gonna play him as that. That's dope. So you gotta go make him thrive in his role. That's dope. So basically taking you know the strengths and weaknesses, you know making the a- an- analyzation of the team and then you know uh, whatever uh, weaknesses you can make strengths. You know that's where you come in. You know help them get there. No,
1: a thousand percent. Because as a head coach, your job isn't you're know, like you're not worried about developing the players. Yeah. So. You're focused on, you know, scouting reports, and you're focused on. One of the things where you got to delegate. Yeah, you, know, you got to delegate. delegate. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome.
0: Okay, number two, uh, you know, becoming a, the, the official trainer for Wichita Wizards. T- tell me about that.
1: Uh, that's another one of the things, man, where um, just trying to, you know, just another stepping stone for me. Yeah. Um, obviously, I did my research in this, in this industry, in this career, mm-hmm. and I see guys like a Phil Handy uh, for the Lakers as like their player development coach. Yes. And so. not have talked about enough. Right. About so, right, so looking at working on the Newman aspect and mm-hmm. then taking it up a notch with the Wizards, like yeah. just, that's just me climbing the ladder from ground zero.
0: Yeah. That's what people are saying. Yeah. You're working, man, ha- honing those skills for real. I, I, de- I definitely love that. Uh, I'm excited to see, like, you know, this experience that you get and where it's going to take you and where it's going to lead you to. Mm-hmm. So, man, keep, keep doing your thing. And then being, uh, being a, uh, a scout for prep groups, what what is it like being a, a scout? I've never, uh, you know, talked to one up close or gotten an insight on what they really do. Uh, so scouts, basically, my job in particular for prep booths is I just go
1: out, watch games or, or film or whatever, and okay. you can write up on just about anything mm-hmm. um, you want that you see in the player. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people think the write-ups come from the top scorers or, or stuff like that, but if yeah. you got the real basketball heads in your area, they're writing up on the guys that's defending yeah. all the time. They're writing up on the guys that are... Um, you know, getting it done in the classroom and on the court. Yeah. You know, with with decent averages. Yeah. So, um, that's just me going out, just trying to give the local high school kids um, the respect that they deserve and uh, the exposure too. Yep, the exposure
0: and the acknowledgement for real. Is that is that a hard job? You know, because at the same time you are critiquing players. You know, high school players. Is that a hard job in, 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 uh, to do at the same time? Because you know you are being a judge of talent. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know it is, but
1: at the same time. Um, I don't have to say this kid sucks or this kid yeah. ain't ready like my job is to go pinpoint the kids that I want to write about in the next article so I can write up on. I'll give you the insight um, my next article I'm coming out with on the boys and girls side is top unsigned seniors mm-hmm. so the, the seniors that haven't that don't really have any offers because there's a ton of them out here Overlook. in the city that don't have any offers no. um, aren't committed like, I want to put those guys on notice for the college coaches that are ramping up their recruiting services, so yeah. go look at these guys. So, like, it doesn't have to be
0: on talent or, or averages or skill sets. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so for my next question, I'm wondering, uh, who's the favorite person you have gotten the opportunity to train or work with on your journey so far? Because uh, I've seen you train a lot of different people. Oh, man. All going
1: <laughs> Oh. I'm going to go with Jared Harding. Okay. So, Jared's special to me because... Um, just coming up, I just kind of built this thing from the ground up and I worked my way from there. Um, I never lie, I, I'm not, you know, I don't know it all, yeah. uh, in the training game or whatever. So, um, Jared coming out of Weber State was killing it and he texted me one day, just kind of out the blue and was like, hey, I want you prepare me for the kind of NBA draft. Yeah. And that was like my real first of my own experience experience of, you know, trying to take a college kid to the pros. Yeah. And um, so, no, it was good. Jared came in and, and worked extremely hard every day. And I mean, he really challenged me to, to really give him, you know, just to push him. Yeah, uh, so that was good. And I mean, we're still at it. You know, every summer that like, he's here in off season, yeah. he's overseas now, but every year, every year he's here, we're getting out there in the gym now. And, and just kind of both just raising our game. Just we'll text each other every now and again, like, it's time to take it to another level now. Iron iron it's time sharp, to go to another iron, level. So. Iron sharp and iron, so I, I love
0: that. I see uh, he, he had a little stint with the Mavs for a minute. Uh, he did. Uh,
1: he he did. So um, this past summer or whatever, he had he got a call uh, from his agent saying the Mavs wanted to bring him on to the NBA Summer League roster. Yeah. And um, he, started, he started out struggling. He started out struggling uh, the, the first game. Just just wasn't himself. Yeah. Just, you know, just being stiff and trying to get acclimated with, with how it is there mm-hmm. and um, I just talked to him after the game, and like his other family did, and he just loosened up and just kind of really went off. Uh, rest of the summer league averaging about twenty. Yeah. So, um, no, it was fun to watch, um, fun to be
0: there, and, and to support him. It's like you said, to see our work. That's awesome. Uh, I definitely wish him the best. Uh, you know, him playing overseas. All right, so for my next question, I'm wondering, uh, do you have any pro- productivity hacks, man? I'm looking to get some game out there to some people out there, some, some knowledge they can use in they like to become more productive. Do you have any produ- productivity hacks that you use in your life to help you be more productive? Because I can imagine you are a busy man.
1: No, extremely busy because to add to all that, um, I'm recruiting for Barclay College. Mm. Um, and I, I, get, I get a little bit of bite sometimes from people because they're like, they feel like what I do um, interferes with one another. So, like, you're scouting high school basketball, you're recruiting for Barclay College, and you work at Newman. Like, oh. don't they conflict within each other? You every day <laughs> <laughs> And so, I mean, it works. I, I was transparent about, you know, t- I told everybody, like, what I did before they wanted to bring me on, and, yeah. and everybody was good with it. So, um, man, my hack is just um, have a hobby. That's something I, I've been wrestling with and and been trying to make more time for is to have a hobby because juggling, you know, this career and stuff like that, uh, it gets overwhelming, uh, it stresses you out a lot, and so I've been trying to, like, find things to kind of take my mind off of work
0: and just, you know, just kind of enjoy the time. What hobbies have you discovered, if if, if any, so far? Uh, I love bowling. I love bowling. Like I've got got
1: serious of bowling. Bought a ball, ball, bought some shoes, got Got a bag the whole night, so...
0: Uh, I'll go. I'll try to go down now yeah. and again uh, and just compete with myself. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I feel like finding a hobby, it plays a lot into your mental health. You know, because you know, being an entrepreneur, running everywhere, man, you know, you got to take care of your mental health. And having that hobby to take your mind off things, man, it, it's, it's a stress reliever. So I I, de- I definitely love that. Um, and I was going to say, man, uh, one of mine or one hobby that I'm looking to get into, I see we got the top golf here in Wichita. I ain't never played yeah. golf before. I, I think I want to try golf, man. Try it
1: try it. Okay, I, I want to try golf. I go to top golf usually when I go out of town. Um, it's all right. It's a good experience. Like I like the vibe. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the type to go out to just a regular golfing field or yeah. whatever and just start hitting <laughs> and chasing the ball like I can I like I don't think that's me. Yeah. But I do like the top golf vibe. Yeah. I,
0: I did it the first time when I was out in Las Vegas. So crazy vibes. That yo, that's the same. I've been to the one out there, yeah. That's insane out there. Beautiful views. All right. So for my next question, I'm wondering, uh, best advice you have been given or your favorite quote, if you have one? Uh,
1: I'm going to go with my mom. She told me, uh, she used to tell me that if it's for you, like, it's going to be for you. Like, when meant for you, it's for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wrestled with that a lot as a kid growing up Mm -hmm. because I was like, yo, that's supposed to be mine. Like, you know, like, I used to always wrestle like, no, I'm supposed to be getting that many minutes on the team. I'm supposed to get that opportunity or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, sign just what's for you will be for you. Amen. So just let everything happen the way it's supposed to. You just you know stay true to who
0: you are. Yeah. And so it came to fruition now. Nice. So keeping the faith, keeping the faith. I love that. Okay, so uh, being a sure basketball guy, I finally got some. I get to ask the guest some basketball questions. So he's this, this is a double-headed question. So you know with LeBron James becoming uh, the NBA's all-time leading scorer, mm-hmm. I'm wondering who is who is your goal. Who is the GOAT in, in your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. LeBron is my GOAT. I want to hear yours.
1: I um I used to ask myself that, and and I never really had an answer for it. Hmm. Um, my favorite player, I'll say this. My favorite player is Allen Iverson. Hmm. So in my eyes, okay. he's at the top of my list. Okay. No matter what list it is, okay. um, he, he has he inspired me to play, like I had the headband, the braids, yeah. the sleeve, everything like, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. he did. and I mimicked his jumper, I started fading for no reason on mid-range jumpers. <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, the floater game, uh, all that. So, um, yeah, crossovers. I, I worked on that crossover, left to right, right to left. Well, yeah. I even started working on the double one with how he hit Jordan. Yeah, he changed uh, the game with that man. Nah, so he's he's the top of my list, but um, with the GOAT debate, I, I definitely appreciate, I definitely appreciate seeing history. Happened right in front of my eyes. Facts. Facts. Um, you hear about you heard about Kareem getting hit. You heard about you know Michael Jordan, you know a contrary thing he did. But seeing LeBron happen on TV right here, you know as a twenty-eight year old man,
0: yeah,
1: uh, I definitely appreciate it because it'd be something that you know we can talk about to our families later. Facts.
0: I don't think I don't think it'd be broken
1: in our lifetime. But yeah, no, it's gonna be insane because he's still playing, and he facts. said he wants to go for another two years. So yes. he's looking at forty thousand points. Facts. But yeah,
0: the, uh, continue or 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 Allen your you'll go. I'm going to say Irison might go. Okay, okay. I, I, I can't argue with that. Okay, so for my second one, your top five NBA players of all time. <clears throat> top five. I need a good top five, man. You a basketball guy, man. <laughs> 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 I need a good top five.
1: Top five, I'm going to go, obviously, Irison. Jordan, Brian. Kobe. I'm going to even go. Is there's that there's, a, is that an order? No, 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 okay, no, okay. no order. Okay. There's no order. Okay. I'm gonna even say Shaq. Here's why I just appreciate his the way he dominated the game. Facts. The way he dominated the game, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't talk about it today if if it wasn't for Shaq Facts. Facts. coming in that led KG to be who he is no. and all that. So uh, I'm gonna throw Shaq in there. I never really answered that question. I see it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook and all that. I never really answered that question. So. Can you repeat, repeat that top five one more time, bro. I'm going to go
0: Iverson, Jordan, LeBron, Shaq, Kobe. All right, all right. I can't argue with that. Y'all heard it here first. It's top five. It's top five. Top five. Never it? been said. There's my top five. that I, You know, yeah. that's my go. Now, uh, for my next question, man, you're obviously just involved with, you know, athletes of all ages. But I'm wondering, like, where does that passion to get back to you come from?
1: Uh... I think about to myself like if I had a trainer, what yeah. could have been? If I had if you could a,
0: afford one.
1: If I could afford one. Yeah. I mean, back then I feel like you only got working with a coach because y'all were like close enough to do so. Yep. And he was usually like your summer coach or your best friend's dad yep. that used to hoop. Like that was the only way you got extra work in. Otherwise, it was just kind of fend for yourself. So uh facts. Just being just being an outlet, like I tell people all the time like take as much advice as you can because I'm literally going to the coach or whoever's in charge of recruiting or whatever, Mm -hmm. coming back and feeding it to you, telling you what they're saying, telling you what they're looking for, what they want. Straight from the source. Straight from the source. I don't know how often that's done. And, I mean, that's just something I would have liked because I had to go to the dining room table and on my old Android phone, HTC phone, and and try to film myself and send it out to coaches. I mean, I emailed every – D one, D two, D three, NAIA coach, I could think of, JUCO. Yeah. I mean,
0: so that's awesome. That's awesome. I I uh, I love that. Uh, as we get to the, these last couple questions here, I'm wondering, uh, what motivates you to get up uh, out the bed in the morning, man? Are you driven by relationships, money, or success? What's getting you out the bed in the morning? Uh, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, bro. Um, I
1: struggled growing up. We struggled. Mm-hmm. Me and my family, we struggled a little bit. Um, so. Being able to grind to make sure we never missed a meal again is what keeps me going. Um, Making sure I never seen another eviction notice on my door when I got home keeps me going. Making sure my lights never got cut off kept me going. Um, I still get coached to the day like, man, we're so proud of you. I remember taking you home from practice one day and there was no lights on in your house. And I was like what are y'all doing? I'm like, oh, lights are probably cut off. And they're like, you just, light them just humbly just walked into the house. And I was like, man, I just, I didn't have no other choice. So um, I remember, I remember being a kid, you know, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest, all my siblings, I got three brothers and two sisters. So, yeah. um, man, so I remember they came I came in, they repoed my mama's car right from the house. Mm. Middle of the night, just beating on the door, bang, bang, bang. We know you're in there, like flashing the light. Yep. Me and my mama like ducking. Um, and uh, she's like, all right, we got to give it to him. And I'm like, I'm like what's she talking about? She go up in the garage, like, tossing the keys, and they took the
0: car. We no to school, you, no know nothing. The same thing happened to me right before we get ready to go to school. We get ready to work. Mama, I think somebody outside <laughs> with the <laughs> car. <laughs> so, man, that, that's, that's real life stuff, man. And uh, I feel like there's no motivation that comes from that type of struggle. Like, there's, there's no motivation that can match coming from that type of struggle, man, the drive that it gives you. You know uh, you know to be better for the next generation and i find that's, that's i have a similar background same situation like i'm all about my kids in a, in, a, in a generation that i never may even meet you know what i'm saying so i'm trying to build something for them leave something behind you know what i'm saying so a thousand percent respect. You know, the stuff we doing you know uh we're making generational changes man so uh no I, I definitely uh i love that drive and i applaud you for it man because i come from a similar background and, you know let's keep you know striving for greatness man you know for our family. A thousand percent, right there. yes sir. All right. So, for my last question, man, it is twenty twenty three, man, and mental health is a big topic. It's mm-hmm. a big topic we talk about on the show a lot. And I'm to uh, you know, doing everything that you do, well, how do you manage your mental health? If you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah, no. Um,
1: outside of the hobby thing, I try to just talk to people, mm-hmm. people that um, that kind of know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of know everything I'm going through. Like I try to make sure I communicate how I'm feeling. Yes. Um, accept whatever advice they have. Um, I'm not saying you gotta take it or not, but yeah. definitely hear them out. And, and there's a lot of times you gotta get it off your chest. Yes. Um, I'm okay with being vulnerable because I know it's putting that out there is the real solution half of the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just acknowledging everything you've been through and you know, what you're struggling with um, and then just
0: being open to change. Yes. I know on on this podcast we talk we talk a lot about, you know, therapy, you know, working mm-hmm. out, just take you know, even faith in God, you know what I'm saying, taking care of your mental health. But another thing like you just pointed out, man, if you got people around you that you can go and talk to, man, well, you know, uh don't, don't be don't be scared to reach out. You know, a lot of times, you know, people we wanna hold it in, you know, we, we don't wanna even get to the point where we feel comfortable expressing to the people that love us and care about us, you know, what we're going through. So uh, I definitely love that, man. y'all, so take that in, you know, if you got people around you know that love and care for you, you do not feel afraid to talk to someone, get it off your chest, and, uh, you know, and be open-minded And you know, when you're talking to people and be able to hear, uh, you know, take uh, constructive criticism, so I definitely love that, you're taking care of your mental health, and uh, once again, man, I definitely appreciate you taking the time man, out your busy schedule to come sit with us here for this show, man, and, you know, that about wraps it up, but I do want to give one more shout-out to our sponsor, The Greatest Vodka, uh, they gift every guest a free bottle of liquor. So I know my man said he wanted a peach sherry. So, you know, from our sponsors to you, my man. Man, I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate Welcome Joe. to the Greatness family. Welcome to the Greatness family. And that wraps it up, y'all. Season two, episode two of the Collaboration of Competition podcast, Adrian Maloney Jr., y'all. Let's go.